What is up, everyone? Welcome back to uh, to the Giants World. I'm your host for today, Justin Roman. Um, I hope you all are having a wonderful afternoon. Uh, guys, um, the Super Bowl is finally over. That means the entire NFL season is over. And now we are at the point where teams are going to be making trades. They're going to be signing new players because ne- the next step is the NFL offseason where, where teams, they decline, uh, they, they uh, get rid of guys, they bring in new guys, you know, new contracts, more money. You know, this is what the offseason is all about. You know, it's like, you know, and, you know, you guys, um, one thing that... One thing that the NFL offseason reminds me of is apple pie, you know, because the NFL offseason is very sweet because it gives you opportunities to really invest in your team, you know, either you're buying them or not, you know, put bringing in more talent, bringing in, bringing in like bringing in more talent, uh, like a more talented staff, you know, to help your guys out. So, you know, um. I'm not just saying that as a Giants fan. I'm saying that for the entire league because, you know, every team is created equally, but are but are uh, formed by a different power of staff. So, but guys, I want to get into the Giants. Uh, speaking of staff, I want to talk about the Gi- uh, Brian Dayball staff, who is the new head coach. Joe Shane's the new general manager. I want to talk about the staff because you guys really have, and I really appreciate you guys. You guys have really, are you guys are really uh being very active, you know, on the, the giant staff, and you guys really want to hear me talk about it, you know, because you know I've been on, you know, Brian Dayball, you know, I'm so you know in the Giants for the past four or five weeks, and yeah, but. I want to talk about Brian Dayball's staff being highlighted by new faces with very strong credentials. You know, look at Brian Dayball's staff, his new staff is already at work, to be honest with you guys. It sounds crazy, but they're already at work at 1925 Giants Drive. You know, and one thing that I'm witnessing from this staff that uh, Joe Shane and Dave, Brian Dayball have put together. They, this staff, they're not just digging into fixing the team. They're also getting to know each other, you know. It's necessary, you know, because Dayball is contra- uh, in contrast to his predecessor, Joe Judge, didn't just focus on former co-workers. He kept an open mind while assembling his staff and has three coordinators who he has never even worked directly before. You know, um, Dayball appears to me, he appears to be assembling a strong staff. Perhaps the most important step for a first-time head coach, offensive coordinator Mike Kafka, comes highly regarded from the Kansas City Chiefs, where he was quarterback, where he was the quarterbacks and passing game, uh, quarterbacks coach and a passing game coordinator. Don Week Martindale is the defensive coordinator after having that same role of the past four seasons with the Baltimore Ravens. Thomas McGeggy was retained as the Giants special teams coordinator after turning down the Carolina Panthers and interviewing for a similar position with the Los Angeles Chargers and Chicago Bears. In addition to the coordinators, offensive line Bobby Johnson 
had success in Buffalo. Outside linebackers coach Drew Wilkins likely would have been Marindale's defensive coordinator had Marindale landed a new uh, head coaching job. Wide receivers coach Mike Rowe was previously an offensive coordinator in, Phil- in Philadelphia. And getting Anthony Blevins to return as the assistant special teams uh, coach was a coup considering he was up for several coordinator jobs. You know, look at it. It appeared Nayball would have another familiar face on his staff in addition to uh, Shia Tierney, who was the quarterback's coach for the, uh, for Josh Allen. Now he's going to be the quarterback's coach for Daniel Jones. Uh, Johnson and Laura Young, and guys, also a fun fact about Laura Young, she will be the first ever female to be directing uh, the New York Giants coaching operations. So yeah, that's one thing that's, that's one fun fact to learn. You know, but also Laura Young and Bobby Johnson, obviously, both of those two have worked with Dayball in Buffalo. Patrick Graham, who worked with Dayball from 2013 to 2015 in New England, was expected to remain as the defensive coordinator in New York if he didn't get a head coaching job. That was until, obviously, the Raiders and head coach Josh McDaniels came called. Now, Graham took a job there as defense coordinator, forcing Dayball to pivot. He turned to Martindale, a name Dayball has been linked to during his interviewing process. Not a bad option considering Martindale's track record. So, look at To me, look at it. Turns out it was more an amicable split between Martindale and the Ravens after a bad season. A surprise, nonetheless, you know. In Martindale's four years as coordinator, you guys, the Ravens had a top seven defense three times. They were ranked first overall in 2018, fourth overall in 2019, and seventh overall in 2020. They finished 25th overall this past season. To me, hiring Martindale, you know, that allows the Giants to remain a 3-4 base defense. So that obviously means they won't need a complete personnel overhaul on that side of the ball. The Giants have some pieces on defense, especially in the secondary to play man-to-man, which would allow Martindale to manufacture a pass rush with his blitzing. That's his MO. Martindale, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. This man, he does not coach scared. His defense brings a lot of people to the line of scrimmage using different looks and disguises to complement a barrage of blitzes. His units in Baltimore were among the top six in blitz percentage, uh, blitz percentage each of his four years as coordinator. They were also, according to gen, uh, Next Gen Stats, they were first with a 50.8 blitz percentage in 2019 and first in blitz percentage uh, for 2020 at 45.3%. While Graham was considered a substantial less by a pair of NFL executives who think highly of the new Raiders coordinator, both executives were almost equally approving of Martindale. One executive said, I'm always thought really high. I've always thought really high. That was from one executive. Now, the Giants special teams also seem to be in good hands. They ranked 11th in DVOA this past season, according to Football Outsiders, by far their best unit. McGeggy has guided units ranked among the top half of the league 
in three of the past four seasons. He's a respected coach by his peers and players, as evidenced by the outside interest in his service this offseason. And look, as the Giants tried, obviously, obviously, um, the offense, which I'm, which I'm assuming will be fixed this offseason in free agency and in, and in the uh, draft. Obviously, the Giants, they're going to try to fix their offense. You know, the, the Giants' offense overall has been atrocious. They, their offense overall has been ranked 31st. Now, the addition, obviously, now the addition of Kafka also seems to be viewed positively you know, around the league. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid has always thought highly of, of Kafka, who's very young. He's 34 years old. You know, he's out of North, who came out of Northwestern. Now, the belief is that Kafka would have became uh, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator if Eric Bieniemy landed a if uh, Eric Bieniemy landed a head coaching job. Chief, uh, the Chiefs' passing offense ranked among the top four guys in each of the past two years, with Kafka as the passing game coordinator. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's feeling optimistic with Dayball, who produced top five who produced top five offenses the past two seasons as Buffalo's coordinator and Kafka running the attack, you know? So, look at, for me personally, of this whole staff, look at, I think if you look at what, you know, if you look at what the Chiefs were doing in Kansas City and the success they were having, I think Kafka was a significant part of that, you know? You know, obviously that's exciting, you know, for Daniel Jones, you know, I, so we'll see what happens, we'll see what happens, you guys, um, obviously, we're gonna, we'll get deeper into some of the football conversations and how, uh, they see it all working out, but there's a lot of smart football people with a lot of success on this staff, from what I'm seeing, so, so far, so good, um, so that's all I have for you guys today, uh, guys, let me know what you guys uh, feel about the staff, you think it? Do you think there's there's some names that should be changed? Do you think that staff perfectly uh, well done? Just let me know. Yeah, guys, I'll see you guys in the next podcast, which is tomorrow. Come out, peace.